UGC. Outdated or essential? Cut through the noise and reveal the truth with our free ebook created in collaboration with VideoWise. Learn proven strategies to encourage customer reviews, leverage email marketing for sales, and boost conversion rate by 9.2%. Download the ebook for free at flowing.com/ugc. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Email Einstein Podcast by Flowium. I'm Vera Sadlak, your host. And here at Flowium, we are very passionate about email marketing. And because we love what we do, we want to share our insights with you. And you guys, today is a pretty interesting podcast because today we will be discussing not email marketing per se, but we will be talking about good old mail or like the regular mail marketing. And chances are the majority of your active or potential customers are actually, they might be suffering from some sort of like digital fatigue. I know that I'm like one of those people because the amount of messaging we all receive through our screens is just, it's its too much. And the rising cost of digital advertising as it becomes more and more competitive mean that it might be actually a good time to move back to good old direct mail. And direct mail is definitely should not be ignored in 2022 and 2023, believe it or not. So today we will be discussing all things direct mail with Michael Epstein, co-founder and one of the masterminds of Postpilot. For those of you guys who don't know what Postpilot is, Postpilot is basically like a direct marketing platform and the platform that made direct marketing and DTC and e-commerce direct mail very easy. And Postpilot makes sending personalized automated postcards and handwritten notes as easy pretty much as sending an email. Michael, say hi. (laughs) Vera, thanks for having me. Excited to yeah, be here. we're excited. Excited to have you here. Honestly, I like I was pretty skeptical about the direct mail like even a year ago, but I am a believer now. So let's try to convince our uh, listeners that this kind of marketing rocks. Michael, before Love we it. go there, let's uh, do a quick this or that game. Blitz Q&A, just like to get to know you better, okay? Let's do it. Let's do this. Okay, pen or pencil? Pen. Getting postcards or sending them? Uh, getting. Ooh, fun. Shopping online or shopping offline? Online. Okay, okay. Paper book or ebook? Uh, that's a tough one. I'll go ebook. Yeah, I'm a paper paper book girl myself, so I do have both of them. I I mean, I I do read both ebooks and paper books, but I prefer yeah. the paper Actually, one. I, I'm yeah. switching my answer. I'm going paper book because I was thinking like I like highlighting ebooks, but realistically, I take a pen and I highlight paper books, and I like the sensation of a paper book better. Yes, and the smell. Oh my goodness, I love the smell yep. of paper. It's like the best. I was <laughs> okay. on the spot. I uh, had to come up with something. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, Christmas tree in December or Christmas tree in November? I think I'm like you. If it were up to my kids, we'd have a Christmas tree in May. So probably the earlier, the better. (laughs) That's fun. I'm actually surprised with your answer because I know it's a very American thing to have a Christmas tree like 
after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and like early December-ish. It's a very American thing. In Canada, we celebrate our Thanksgiving in like October. So we need something to look forward to, you know? So that's why we have right. our Christmas trees early. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Okay, cool. What was your best Black Friday purchase this year, if any? My best Black Friday purchase was, well, for myself... I think I got one of those meat thermometers because I'm terrible. Like, grilling is like a skill I feel like I need to have and I'm just not that good at it. So I need extra tools. Oh, it's very like millennial of you to say like the grilling the skill <laughs> that I need to have. Um, like, I feel honestly, like all my buddies so are cool. like these grill masters and I just can't keep up. So I need I need like I need tools. Okay, cool. That was a very random and unexpected answer, but sure, we'll go with that. Okay, Michael, if there was like one song played every time you enter the room, what would it be? Ooh, uh, maybe every time I enter the room, I don't know. First thing that comes to mind is like Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way? It's it's a good one. It's a good one. And I don't know, have to come up with not something. A, not a lot of people had that answer, so you probably are the first one. Cool. Okay. So let's talk some direct marketing, direct mail marketing stuff. So what is that for those of us who are still like new to this world? That sounds like to me, like the direct mail, it sounds very much like something from like decades ago when mm -hmm. everyone had like big boxy television sets and shoulder pads, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, that's something I think of. But I do know that it's like super, super effective these days. And I found this fun statistic. It sounds very interesting to me that actually four in 10 Americans of all ages look forward to checking their mailbox, like a physical mailbox every time. Not only do we look forward to like receiving a piece of mail, but we also tend to hold on to that piece of information for like longer time. And I found this information that on average household um, mail is thrown after on an average household, uh, physical mail is thrown after 17 days. When with emails, obviously, it's like, I don't know, like a day, even less. Seconds, and that yeah. basically, that seconds, yeah, you're right. And that 17 days, it actually gives you plenty of opportunities for direct mail to get read or at least skim through. But let's go back to the basics. What is direct yeah. mail and why bother? Yeah, so uh, appreciate you the, the info and your all the statistics you mentioned are, are totally spot on and I've, I've used a lot of them before. So and things have really come full circle. Maybe I'll just I'll start with giving just like quick context of my background and what and, and what the platform does, because I think that'll help mm -hmm. answer the question. One, Postpilot, which is which is the platform that we developed, it, it really think of it like Clavio for direct mail. Mm -hmm. I come from the direct to consumer space. I've been a direct to consumer operator and marketer for over 20 years. So is my co-founder. We've run a lot of private equity portfolio companies, eight and nine figure e-commerce brands. We were early to Clavio, like when it first came out, lifecycle marketing is really like our DNA and, and where we come from. We've always been big proponents of it. And we've adopted that at the portfolio companies we've run. And uh, and again, early adopters of Clavio and big fans of the product. I think the, the question mm -hmm. that we posed to ourselves, we started using direct mail successfully at some of the, the portfolio companies that we ran. And it was exactly as you described. It's the It was this clunky experience of 
export, like trying to come up with audiences, then exporting a bunch of spreadsheets and then finding a print house yep. and then blasting <laughs> a, a, a card to like everybody on a on a list and then waiting a while and then more spreadsheets to try and figure out what the ROI was. And that is how things ran. Mm-hmm. And and we looked at ourselves and we're like, why hasn't somebody built Clavio for postcards? And so yep. that's essentially what we did. So rather than you know, the traditional perception that you have of direct mail, which again is probably like blasting everybody in a zip code with a card or everybody that has this household income or meets these demographics. If you think about it more like you think about email, it's Mm -hmm. natively integrated with your e-commerce platform like Shopify. It's natively integrated with Klaviyo and your email platform. And you can send individually personalized and triggered cards the same way you send a triggered email flow. So think Abandoned cart campaign, win back campaign, mm. VIP campaign, cross sells, upsells, like all the core flows that you have in your email program, you can trigger them in the same way you would with our with our postcards. And then you can supplement that with one-off campaigns. So just like an email campaign where you have a new product announcement or a big sale that you're running and you want to mm-hmm. send that to a segment of your audience, you can do the same thing. And so it's really just a lot different from how you might think of using direct mail, but it's a great complement to your email strategy because as you pointed out at the beginning, Vera, there's this sense of digital fatigue. And if you look mm-hmm. at you know average e-com email open rates are typically 20-25%. That leaves yep. the large majority of your audience. And this is your best audience because these are people that have engaged with your brand and potentially done business with you that aren't even really seeing or hearing your message. And we're not mm-hmm. by any means saying abandon email, but we're saying think about all the money that you're leaving on the table by not ensuring that your message is reaching 100% of your audience. And that's why direct mail is so effective because it reaches those people that you're not able to reach via email and, and digital channels. And as you said earlier, it's something that people, it's more unexpected today. It's unlike mm-hmm. your, it used to be obviously your email inbox was the pristine place that only the important messages went. Your, <laughs> your mailbox is where all the junk went. Now it's really flip-flop to where you're surprised mm-hmm. by receiving a piece of That's tangible true. physical mail from a brand that you've done business with, especially if it's personalized to you. And so it's more memorable. It sticks with you. You're exactly right. It's a 17-day lifespan versus seconds for email. And that's why it gets mm-hmm. such great response rates and, and engagement rate and ROI. Obviously, there's a higher cost than email, so you need to factor that in. But it's still right. really, really profitable for so many different brands. That's that's so interesting. I found this another study that on the internet, like going back to that fatigue and that like busy inbox thing. I found this like number that sounds crazy to me that the average American is expected to spend 44 years of their life staring at a screen. Can you imagine like 44 freaking years? That's like... That sounds like a lot. Yeah, in that case, when you're receiving the something paper and tangible, it does stand out. So how can you actually like leverage that, like sh- the shift in the attitude and use it for your advantage? Because like a lot of brands, I guess, a lot of people are still thinking, considering the mail to be on the decline. Like how can you actually leverage it and what are the reasons it's so, so effective? Yeah, I think it works to our advantage that the mailbox isn't as cluttered as it used to be and certainly not nearly as cluttered as your email inbox. So Mm -hmm. 
for us, we work with thousands of brands. And again, they, they connect it to Shopify and we can create these segments that get triggered based on specific behavior. And they get there's core campaigns that just consistently get really, really strong incremental ROI. I'll give you an example just as a, a, one of our most common use cases is like a win-back campaign. So again, mm-hmm. think about a win-back that you might do in, in an email where you, ex- you sell someone a 60-day supply of product. You, if they don't come back within 60 days, you're kind of nudging them. Maybe you're nudging mm-hmm. them by email. If they still don't come back, trigger a direct mail campaign and you'll to make sure that that message gets to them before they permanently defect. Because the longer they go without coming back, the more likely that you are to have lost them for good. So lots of brands do this. Obvi is one example that comes to mind. They're like this killer rocket ship supplements brand and run by really sharp guys. And they had a campaign where they triggered a, a card to go out to customers. They sell 60-day supply of supplements. They waited... I think it was 90 days in that case and said, if you haven't come back within 90 days and we've been emailing you and trying to get you back this entire time and you still haven't come back, we've got to figure out how to get you back on track before That's we lose cool. you for good. And they got a 24x return on that campaign. Okay. And so not, not only are they getting, especially with consumable products like that, they're not only getting that customer to come back the first time, they're getting them back into their regular routine. And so they're probably going on and making multiple subsequent purchases again once they're back on track. And so you're really, really increasing the LTV of that customer Mm -hmm. by ensuring that you prevented them from defecting and got them back to ordering again. And we've just got tons of examples like that. Right. No, the customer acquisition cost is very high and specifically in like supplement brands. I know we work with a lot of, with a ton of supplement brands. And because of this, like a lot of supplements brands, they actually don't even make money on that. Like first, sometimes even second purchase from the customer. So getting them back, even if the cost is a bit higher than email, totally makes sense. And I like how you sort of like approached it more as a multi-channel marketing almost. So you're not like bombarding the same, like the big group of customers with the same message, but you can actually customize it and segment it based on where they are in their customer journey. I think this is super, super powerful. Yeah. And the competition thing is another factor. I'm sure like not as many brands are doing the direct mail yet. So it definitely helps you stand out, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you're you're so spot on that with CACs, continuing to rise, Facebook and iOS really impacting mm-hmm. people's ability to target and, and get you know the ROAS that they were accustomed to on Facebook. That LTV is critical to profitability because you're you're spot on. So many brands today, and that's kind of the, the dirty little secret with D2C, is that so mm-hmm. many brands are not are marginally or sometimes not profitable at all on that initial customer acquisition. And so if you don't have a strong retention program in place, you're likely not to, not making any money. And so it's just it's right. critical to to make sure that you're keeping customers in that buying habit. Right. And like post pilot or like direct mail in general, mm-hmm. who is it for? What business is it is it for? And like to what customers you can basically talk through physical mail? Yeah, great question. So we work with companies in all different categories. I'd say our biggest representation is in consumable categories. 
meaning food and beverage, health and wellness, cosmetics, things that have sort of natural LTV replenishment cycles, things like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's especially important for retention campaigns. But we do work with companies in a lot of different categories. So apparel has a large assortment. You have opportunities to get them to buy multiple times from your brand. And then for brands that are more one-off type purchases, we also offer different types of campaigns. For example, abandoned cart campaigns where Mm -hmm. even if you've only gotten their email address and they've never purchased from you before, we can find their postal address and match that to their email address. And then retarget them with a physical postcard. And Orbit Baby is a great example of that. They're uh, a premium stroller brand. And so Mm -hmm. you're not buying like multiple, a ton of strollers over, you know, a year or two year period. But we sent campaigns to their abandoned carts where people and people that had been uh, signed up for their email list, but never converted. Mm -hmm. So They were engaged with the brand, never converted. They got a 16x ROI targeting those folks that had already gone through their welcome sequence, never converted, and we got them off the fence. And then there's a lot of other campaigns that you can start to work towards more new customer acquisition. But we always recommend brands start with sort of the retention and retargeting and reactivation campaigns because there's tons Mm -hmm. of low-hanging fruit, easy Mm -hmm. wins, You can prove the efficacy of the channel and generate incremental profits and then work your way up the funnel into more acquisition campaigns from there. That's really interesting, Michael, because I thought that this type of marketing is mostly for returned customers and for those win back campaigns. I never thought that you can actually target new prospects with the postcard marketing. That's super, super interesting. And that stroller example was really good because I think this targeting new prospect does not necessarily make sense if you are selling, for example, socks, you know, like 10 bucks socks. But when you're selling something a bit more expensive, like a stroller or a mattress or whatever, then it makes a bit more sense to put more efforts into your marketing just because the customer needs more points of contact with you as a brand before they commit to that decision. Well, that's just how I see it. Maybe maybe you guys have like different opinion on targeting. Actually, you're spot on. So AOV is definitely an important factor in acquisition campaigns. It mm-hmm. is hard because even if you got a high conversion rate on the card, if you're selling $5, $10 products, that's tough. I mean, you could say the same thing about Facebook today. If you're selling $10 products right. on Facebook, it's gotten really tough to do that uh, for mm-hmm. acquisition. So you're absolutely right. Those high AOV, longer decision cycles can can be really direct mail can be a great channel for that. But yeah, you can you can definitely target people at different stages of the of the funnel from retention, retargeting, middle of funnel, and then start to work your way up to more kind of pure acquisition. But we to your point also brands, I think brand where brands make mistakes is they say, but I sell socks and everybody in the world needs socks. So if I just blast mm-hmm. everybody in the, you know, blast everybody with my offer for socks, yeah, I should see rookie, awesome conversion rates, right? Yeah. It does not work that way. It doesn't work that way either with email. It's like, that's like the very popular rookie mistake that we try to explain to our clients when we first start working with them. They were like, yeah, just like have this discount code and blast your entire list with it. We we're like, nope. 
this is not how it works. And we've tested it like gazillion of times when you have like highly segmented offer, it converts sometimes like four times better in, in case of with one of my clients than just like the campaign that is going to like a master segment, you know? So I mean, any kind of marketing sort of have the same principles, right? You want to deliver the right message to the right person at the right moment. And that's what it's all about, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, so you mentioned that like a lot of your customers, they are from like a supplement or fashion sort of like industry. How do you even get started? How to get started with postcard marketing? Like, where do you start? How do I know if it's a good idea for me? Like, how do I build this strategy around it? Like, what's the process? Yeah, that's a great question. And the answer is that with Postpilot, we will do it all for you. We, we're, a, mm-hmm. we're a fully managed service. We don't charge extra for that. And so we know that brands are eager to get into the channel and experiment with new channels. But we found that it's exactly as you described. They don't know where to start. They've never done it before. They don't have experience designing creative for postcards specifically. And what's more, they don't have time to learn Mm -hmm. a whole new channel and dedicate resources to it. So we essentially said, well, we do know what works really well. We know what works on the design side, the strategy side. And we know that when customers sign up and have the success that all, that our customers do, they're going to stick with us for a long time. So it's very easy for us to say, we will help do it all for you from mm-hmm. setup to helping, you know, creating your audience segments, coming up with the strategy, even doing the design and creative. We have a full in-house creative department that will mock up stuff according to your brand and it looks amazing uh, and follows all our best practices. And all you essentially have to do is like sign off on it, give us the thumbs up and we can launch it and we work really fast. So you could have a campaign mm. out. I mean, we're we're the 10th of, what are we, the 7th of December now. You could have a campaign in people's hands way before Christmas if, right now. We, we work insane. really fast. That's so cool. Yeah. And we kind of, you kind of covered that, like targeting new prospects with postcard uh, marketing. Let's talk about like different uh, stages of uh, customer life cycle journey. I saw this really cool case study on your website from the brand that is called Bulletproof. For those of you guys who don't know, Bulletproof is selling all kinds of like, what, what do they sell? Coffee. I mean, they started as a Bulletproof coffee sort of like brand, but they do have like all kinds of supplements right now. And obviously they are selling consumables. And yep. in your case study, you said that postcard marketing is actually a great way to generate generate subscriptions. So like to turn that like one-time or two-time buyers into paid subscribers. Can you talk a bit more about that? Like what's the what's the process? Who you do, who do you target with those campaigns and like how do they set everything up? Sure. So we do this for a lot of brands because again in the consumable category in particular, a lot of brands offer subscriptions and it's so valuable to convert a one-off customer into a subscriber. So Mm -hmm. we can easily set triggers that basically say you've made this purchase that's a SKU, that's a one-off SKU, not our subscription offering. And then we can trigger a card that, again, say it's a 30-day supply of product. When it comes about time to get a refill, let's send a card that encourages you to convert to a subscription. Often we'll put a a QR code directly on the card that can scan Mm -hmm. where you can scan it automatically can set you up with a with a subscription. 
We also are going to be releasing a recharge integration and integrations with other subscription apps. So you can also do it on the flip side of say, this customer canceled, this subscription mm. lapsed, this is a decline. How do we get this customer back onto their subscription? That's another another way of managing subscriptions. But to your point, products like Bulletproof, you see this customer bought a one-off product. Let's try and move them into a subscription with an offer. You can save 20% if you get on our subscribe mm-hmm. and save plan. Here's a QR code or here's a code to enter into the site. And they get, you know, 8, 10, in some cases, way higher ROAS on those campaigns. And again, that's only factoring in that first purchase. It's not the mm-hmm. fact that you got them onto a subscription, which means they're going to be making multiple subsequent purchases from you over time. Right. right. That's interesting. I'm actually keep getting those um, like cards. I don't know, guys, if you have in, in the States HelloFresh, like a food delivery, like a box uh, delivery, food delivery uh, on a weekly basis. So I get like a ton of win back campaigns from them. And they actually managed to turn me from like one time buyers into like a subscribers after I've canceled even. So this stuff, yeah. it does work. It does work. Even though like we are in marketing, it still gets you every freaking time so yeah it's interesting yeah and let's talk about that like other category of people we like briefly covered um the new prospects the people who you're turning from like one-time buyers into paid subscribers what about your vips because like like that's where a lot of businesses make the majority of money how do you keep vips vip customers coming back to you for more you do have like a ton of really cool uh, case studies on your website. So maybe you can, maybe you have some examples of like those VIP programs or like VIP uh, customers um, approaches. Yeah, absolutely. So you're right. VIPs, I mean, it's, there's a lot of 80, 20 in most econ in most online businesses, 80% of revenue is driven by 20% of your customers, you know, the, the standard Pareto's principle. And so, VIPs are, it's critical to nurture those relationships and ensure that they don't Mm -hmm. get off track too. So there's a couple ways that we encourage you to do that. One is a standard VIP win back. So we can segment your audience based on how much they've spent in total, how many orders they've placed, those sort of metrics, and then target them. If they, again, go off track, they're not making their regular purchase. Typically, we can go even further back with VIPs and reactivate them. There's another example mm-hmm. with OWYN is one that comes to mind. Um, only what you need is another supplements brand. They went back over a year and a half to repeat buyers and got them to mm. come back at like a 10x ROAS. You've got Beard Brand, a men's grooming brand who mm-hmm. went back to their customers who had bought at least twice in the past and not bought in the last six months and were unsubscribed or unengaged with Clavio. They got a 10x mm-hmm. return on that campaign. Wow. Four Sigmatic, another another brand that went back three years, and we broke them up into really distinct segments and said, okay, if we're going to go back that far, we want to know exactly how each of these customer cohorts perform based on recency mm-hmm. and frequency. And we showed that particularly among repeat customers, we went back over two and a half years in some cases, and they still got a positive ROI on that campaign like that customer is long, long gone. To reactivate that customer right. at that at that point is super valuable. So that's one way, standard win back campaigns. And then there's mm-hmm. we have handwritten cards, 
We have robotic technology that literally holds a pen to paper and writes with all the nuance of a human hand. Like, you know, it's not perfectly straight. It has all the little nuance of human handwriting in a hand addressed envelope with a real stamp on the front. And it's individually personalized. Mm. And so we we typically recommend those for more delivering a VIP experience because they're more costly because they're written on stationary in a in a in a stamp with a with an actual stamp as opposed to a postcard mm-hmm. they're going to cost more to send but in terms of creating a super memorable delightful experience for your best customers especially around now the holiday season it's like mm-hmm. it really endears you to that brand it makes you unforgettable and really cultivates this loyalty that for $2 to, to create that type of experience among your best customers, I mean, that's a pretty mm-hmm. easy call to make. You're not going to be able to get to deliver that kind of experience for that cost, you know, with many other many other methods. So it can be that's a true. really cool way to to really solidify your relationship with your customers. Yeah, it definitely it definitely stands out stand out and it helps you to deliver that like white glove service almost to your to your customers. That's something that you'd normally don't expect. And I received those emails or those not emails, those cards, and they do look real. You can see like it's it's not a it doesn't look like anything printed or anything. It's like literally looks like someone wrote you the card with all of the imperfections and everything. It's a pretty cool thing. I received it from a few brands. I should probably stop spending as much money with them, but that's another <laughs> story. But that's yep. like so cool. Yeah. And I mean, the cost, yes, $2, it's more expensive than sending an email. But when you think about it, these are the top 20 people who are bringing you the 80% of the revenue or whatever. So that's definitely worth trying. How do you know if your efforts work? How do you know if the campaign or the flow or if their part of the flow were successful? How do you track the campaign's performance? Yeah. So again, unlike kind of the traditional direct mail, which is a bunch of spreadsheets and trying to do this sort of analysis, we because we're natively integrated with Shopify, we know when the customer is sent a card and we know if they go on to make a subsequent purchase. And we also know if they use a coupon code on the card. So we're going to show you all those metrics in a real-time dashboard in the app. You see how many people received that card and went on to make that purchase. You know if they used a coupon code that was on the card. And so you get pretty clear visibility into exactly how that campaign is performing, You know, again, in real time just through the app. Makes it really easy. Oh, that's cool. That's cool because uh, it's usually it's like really challenging to track this sort of like information. Can you actually like customize the discount codes for the customers, like per customer or like per group of customers? Is that possible? Like, you know, like yeah, in you email, do you're doing sometimes like dynamic, but yeah, you can do that. Yeah. So we can actually not only we, we recommend using a unique code for each campaign that you send so that you can track mm-hmm. that back to the specific campaign. We also support single-use coupon codes. Again, because mm. with our technology, they're individually triggered, individually personalized cards. So right. each one is printed. We can greet you by name. We could say, hey, Vera, it's time for a refill. We think you're running low. And then we can also print a unique coupon code on the card so you don't have to worry about that code getting leaked somewhere and polluting your data. 
That's pretty cool. Now, personalization, it's it's all about the personalization, right? Personalizing like the name, the details, but also the offer and the timing of the offer. That sounds really cool. It sounds really powerful. What was your what was your favorite campaign that you guys have sent lately? If you can pick favorite, it's like picking the favorite Gosh. child. I don't know if you can say that, but <laughs> I know that, man, there are so many and I like go, I, I'm sometimes skimming through our design queue and just like in awe of some of the stuff mm-hmm. that, that we've sent. There's one that comes to mind that is just kind of creative. There, there's two that were kind of similar. One was from a shoe brand and they print, it was for kids' shoes, and they printed on one side of the card one of those measurements, like the sh- the foot size measurements. Aww, that's so, so cool. it fit for a kid's foot. And so it's that's something that you're gonna hold on to. It's like that's right? like an actual usable piece of you know, a usable tool. So they're gonna hold on to that card and use it to measure your kid's foot size. Like, are you a two an hour Aww. or two and a half or a three? That was really cool. And we did for a a supplements brand, like a calendar of Uh workout routines. So again, Mm. like incorporating these sort of functional, usable elements onto the card. I mean, there's tons of like really cool cards that that we send that have that come from really, really like polished, really, really strong brands that look great. But that was the, the ones that have also incorporated that functional element where they had like a workout calendar today, you're going to do like lower body. Here's the, here's the, uh-huh. the exercise you're going to do. I thought those were really creative and, and the brands helped come up with those. So those were really cool. It's super cool. And I love how you said that this is something that you can hold on to, right? You can, you can have it, you can put it on your, on your desk or something and you can just like have it and look at that brand. And I remember this number, I, I saw this number some, somewhere that before the average American buys something, they need to hear or see the brand something like 80 times. So they need to hear the name of the brand 80 times or see the brand 80 times. The number was right. like crazy to me, but I mean, it's a good, it's a good way to rem- keep reminding the customers about your brand and what you do. No, that's so yeah. awesome, Michael. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of those fun examples. They're so cool. It is fun. I mean, how else are you going to like live inside your customer's home and and be in front of their <laughs> face for that many, you know, that that many times for, you know, it's mm-hmm. a really cool thing. That's super cool. That's super cool. And I'm thinking even in this like post-holiday um, time when everything slows down, I feel like this is a great way for you to overcome that post-holiday sales slump, right? Yeah. A lot of our brands actually call it Q5, especially mm. if you're in the health space, because it's, New Year's New resolution Year, New season. Year. Yep. Yep. And so for them, it's actually bigger than their Christmas period in a lot of cases. Really? And so they're really active right now looking to to reactivate customers. Again, especially uh-huh. those that might have gotten off track over the holiday season, maybe uh, abandon their their good habits for a little while. Now <laughs> it's time to get them back on board and both reactivate some of those customers that have been lagging and, and potentially acquire some new customers during what is typically their biggest period of the year. That's interesting. Q5, I, I love it. I'm going to use it for, I'm going to use this phrase for my clients as well. Well, Michael, tell us where can people learn more about Postpilot and if they have any questions or if they want to try the service, how, how can we find you? Sure. You can go to postpilot.com. You can email me if you have any questions. I'm always happy to 
chat about this stuff, as you can probably tell, Michael, Postpilot. And if you go to postpilot.com slash GFO, and we'll drop it in the show notes, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, that stands Mm -hmm. for Godfather Offer because it's an offer you can't refuse. Like, we'll literally do the whole thing for you. We'll make it risk-free. We'll throw in some free cards to help you get started. And you got nothing to lose. If it works for you, we know you'll come back. We think it will. If not, you got yourself a free campaign. So uh, we make it really easy. That's so cool. Thank you so much. And yes, we will share all, all of the links, all of the case studies that we discussed in this uh, podcast. We will share them in the description box down below. And you guys, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends, with your friends from e-commerce. And uh, definitely come back next week because we will keep talking about the ways to bring your customers back during this holiday or post-holiday, I guess, season. Michael, thank you so much for coming. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I definitely do want my clients to try your service because it sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) Thanks, Vera. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank you so much. Okay, great. Great having you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to claim your free ebook and learn how to drive conversions with UGC in 2024. From fresh ways to use UGC on your website to revenue pooling email strategy. Discover actionable insights to master your UGC game in 2024. Stop missing out. Go to florium.com slash UGC and download this ebook for free.